Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, this is Ruben J, and you are listening to On Air with Ruben J. This is going to be different. It's going to be a different one for you guys. I'm going to talk about something that's a bit of a sensitive topic. But before I jump into that uh, and jump into everything we're going to talk about today, uh, I want you to head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and do me a quick favor. Click on the Amazon button and start your shopping. Doing so helps this podcast. Yes, you heard me correctly. You can support this podcast by doing the shopping that you're already going to do. Multiminimouth.com forward slash Amazon is the place to begin your Amazon shopping, whether you're buying a new bed, buying some chicken, buying some shampoo, whatever it may be that you are buying, head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon, click on the banner on that site, and it's going to open up the storefront. And open up that storefront, all it does is it makes the stuff that you're already going to buy, makes it slightly uh, pay me a little bit. It pays me just a little bit. I think it's like less than 10%. But your shopping can support this podcast. So head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and start your online shopping there. Now, one last thing before we jump into this is I know it, it ain't no secret that this podcast and me as a person is being attacked by the uh, by big tech and by uh, all of the um, social media giants. So head over to dollarinthejar.com and make sure you join that platform because uh, that will be my way to directly communicate with you and anybody else who is interested in what we're doing here at multimediamouth.com. There is a free option. I know the, the homepage says to join and support the show and all that stuff, but there is a free option. Join the free option. But if you want to get this podcast early and ad-free, sign up for the $3 a month plan. With that plan, you'll get my show, you'll get the Chang Show, and anything else that we develop here at multimedia.com, you'll get for free as part of that plan, early and ad-free. So do it. Dollarinthejar.com. Join, support, help this small podcast out. All right. With all that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. Let's talk about Uvalde, Texas. So before I jump into this topic, this very sensitive topic, uh, I want to just throw this out there and let you know that I am probably the most pro-police person you will ever meet. I don't think there's anybody else who's more pro-police pro officer than me. With that being said, I think that the shooting that happened in May in Uvalde, Texas is an absolute tragedy and could have been completely avoided. Not by the way that people think it could have been avoided, but what I'm gonna jump into here in just a second. As the days go on, I get more and more disgusted with the police force in Uvalde. I think that whenever school children or children in general, their lives are in danger, we should go to all ends to make sure that they are safe and that any threat to their life is stopped immediately. Let me say that one more time. I think that whenever a child's life is in danger, we should do as adults, as human beings, we should do whatever it takes to say, make sure they are safe and that any threat to their life is stopped immediately. 
what we've learned in the last couple of days about the Uvalde shooting just makes me completely sick. What was originally reported as police being told to stand down and they end up taking their time to actually respond has quickly turned into a failure for them to do their job. The story was originally told that officers were waiting for keys to the door of the classroom and waiting to gain control of the scene rather than jumping into an active shooting situation and risking the police officers' lives. We were told that the police officers set a parameter around the school and then we quickly heard reports that parents showed up to the school and began to beg police officers to do something because their children were in that school building being shot at. And the police officer, the police officers did do something. They arrested those parents. Granted, they were released later on within the day and no charges were actually fired, but the parents whose children were being slaughtered They were being slaughtered just a couple hundred feet away, begging law enforcement to do something, were put in handcuffs and arrested as their children were murdered on the scene. We later learned that officers arrived at the scene fairly quickly. I will find the uh, timeline of events and post it in the show notes if I can. Um, However, it took officers over an hour over an hour to actually come face to face with the shooter the story of them waiting for keys has turned out to be a waste of time as the door as the door the shooter was behind was not even locked they didn't even attempt to see if the door was locked security footage recently released showed a calm and relaxing demeanor of the responding officers. Children are being shot at on the other side of a, of, a, of a freaking door and these police officers were as calm as can be. At some point, we see one officer casually sanitizing his hands. Another officer seemingly playing Candy Crush on his phone. This is an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment that's being played out on camera. An embarrassment that has now been released to the world to see. Now, to be fair, there's, there is some footage of officers begging to be given the clear to go in and take out the disgrace human, you know, disgrace example of a human. They were told to stand down. There was audio of the shooter stopping for a while only for the shooter to take more victims for his own sick and disgusting gain. In fact, there's actually footage of the commanding officer trying to negotiate with the shooter. And instead of actually being productive and accomplishing something, the shooter just took more lives. So what happened? Well, I don't know the answers, nor will I pretend to know the answers of what happened. I am going to spend some time saying what I, what I believe is fact. The response to the Uvalde shooting at Robb Elementary was a failure by law enforcement. 
The response by law enforcement at the Uvalde shooting was a failure of epic proportion. I think it's a complete disgrace that there were hundreds of men and women outside that building where children, again, children were being shot and killed. The men and women outside that building had more powerful guns, they had armor, and they had much more training and better training than the gutless shooter. How sad is it that this untrained, gutless coward was able to enter a building and slaughter innocent children as the men that we have trusted to protect our communities just stood by? Those men who stood by and just allowed children to be slaughtered should turn their badges in and walk away from law enforcement in shame. This is this is this isn't a hot take. I'm not giving you a hot take right now. I'm giving you the reality of the situation. They should be ashamed of have ever have carried a badge and a gun and they should be disgusted that they allowed one man to keep them from saving lives. I know there's a chain of command in law enforcement. I know there's a chain in command in the military. And I know that if you go against the grain and if you disobey an order, it can be disastrous for your career. But there were children's lives at stake. I don't think your career matters when it comes to the lives of children. My understanding of the call to be a police officer, the calling to become a police officer, is that you would lay down your life to protect the public. Every police officer I know, and I know quite a few of them, I, I, I've asked them a similar question of... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you're in a situation where it was clear that either your life or a civilian's life was on the line, how would you react in that situation? And every single one of them, without even taking a breath, would say that they would put their life above or uh, behind the civilian. That they would they would sacrifice their life for the life of the civilian. Well, I know there isn't any real uh, right to be saved by the police. I know there have been cases that say police don't have to risk their life for someone else's life. But this is a situation where the officers' lives were probably not actually at risk against this untrained shooter. In fact, I'm pretty positive that the sheer response and force that would have probably that would it would have probably stumped the shooter 
and this shooter probably would not understand or know how to get out of it. But instead, <laughs> instead, these officers stood around, sanitized their hands, played on their phones as children were slaughtered just feet, just a couple of feet away from them. Let that thought sink in just for a minute. Children were slaughtered while trained men with bigger guns and, and armor stood outside of the building and in the hallways making sure that they couldn't catch COVID and making sure that they could play some games. It's sad. It's a sad reality. It really is. And this isn't the first time that some of this has happened. Remember the Parkland shooting in 2018? There was a similar situation there. The first officer who responded sat in his car while waiting for backup. Now, this is a different response uh, in respect that he was by himself and he was in a situation where it sounded like there were multiple shooters at the time of his arrival. So I understand why... I can understand why he waited a little bit to respond. Either way, the officers waited to act while, ch while children were being slaughtered in Parkland and in Uvalde. There's a good chance that the death toll of, uh, of what happened in Uvalde would have been much lower if officers had responded sooner and swifter and actually and maybe actually responded. This is a failure of law enforcement and every parent who lost a child, had an injured child or a child who ends up with serious trauma should sue the city, the school district and the, the, the poor excuse of a commanding officer on duty because this is shameful. This is a shameful response from the Uvalde Police Department. And before anybody asks, what about gun control? Gun control could have stopped, could have solved this. That wouldn't have helped either. To my understanding, this guy got his guns legally. This guy broke several laws in the process. Hell, he's the 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 only the one thing that people I'm talking about gun control like to talk about is you know we need more laws to save people's lives. This guy broke the law by walking in in a school with a loaded gun. This wouldn't have this wouldn't have stopped him. What we need to look at is preventative measures to make sure this doesn't happen again in another school. What what what's come to light about how the shooter entered the school should be concerning to any parent who has their child in a public school. This the shooter walked in the back door and it was supposed to be locked. So maybe having a trained police force whose first thought when somebody enters a building with a gun and starts shooting is to take out the threat, that would probably be helpful. Or maybe have a few armed security guards on site who, you know, who, you know, respond or, you know, make sure that the doors lock behind you when you enter exit a, a, a school building, make it so there's one point of entry and multiple points of exit. Whatever teacher left that back door open should be sued. At the end of the day, 
this was a matter of absolute failure from law enforcement. And I hope that law enforcement all across the country take a look at what happened in Uvalde and take lessons from this tragedy. It's a sad day. This is a sad day to find out that our law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas, just stood by while children were slaughtered. Do better, Uvalde Police Department. And for those who lost somebody in this tragic accident, not accident, sorry, this tragic situation, my heart, my heart goes out to you. I hope that they'll be better in the future. With that being said, my name is Ruben J. I'm out. And I'm ashamed. I'll see you when I see you.